Hey, welcome to Not the Only Kids in the Hall podcast. My name's Nick, and of course, I'm joined as always by Jared and May. How are you guys doing? I'm okay. I had one of those nights where, like, your your neighbor is really uh, loud, and it, uh, I felt I feel very conflicted because I think you know you live in an apartment, you're going to hear noise. That's normal. So, at what point does it cross over from normal apartment noise to I need to get dressed and go downstairs and talk to my neighbor? You know. I agree. You don't want to be the complaining person. I mean, I I have I have a person next to me. I guess I'll keep my voice down because very likely is listening in. Um, (laughs) Kind of. I I don't want to say psychopath because that's kind of. I don't. That's a strong word. I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But very uh, very intense yelling like "fuck you" and "I'm gonna kill you" kind of thing to nobody in particular. It's a very scary situation, guys. Yeah, but. I, uh, the positive, I think, you know, on the positive, I'm, I'm thinking, well, I could, I mean, I could do whatever I want. I mean, I could go, you know, I could scream, I could play loud music, you know, killing spree, that kind of thing. And no one could complain to the landlord. And so that's how I use it. May. I, I would kind of. So if everybody's a psychopath in your apartment <laughs> building, then it works out for all of them. <laughs> There's no limits. It's a glass half full kind of thing. I, you know. I don't know. Go crazy. Well, let's bring in our guest. Oh, you're done with this, Nick? (laughs) Yeah, we're done with with Jared's. Okay. I thought that was a fun story about how I lived next to a dangerous scare. I'm glad that, like, my story ended up being Jared, who's the problem. (laughs) Okay. So, we have a guest. Uh, She's a comedian and and writer from New York City. Uh, Well, still living in New York City, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Jenny Aramoto. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for being on. Thank you. Because I'm not in New York City anymore, but I remember you were spending some time in California as well. Yeah. Are you settled back into New York? Yeah. Basically, in 2020, I fled and I went home (laughs) to California where I'm from um, to stay with my parents for like half the year where I lost my mind and I came back. So, yeah, (laughs) I have been back since. Have you been have you been able to do any more comedy back in now you're back in New York? Have you been able to do any live shows or anything? Last year, I did. It was very hopeful back in, I would say, May to June 2021. It was like, here we go, baby. Comedy's back. And then that <laughs> lasted through, I would say, early December. So I was mm-hmm. actually doing like steady number of like improv shows. Oh, and wow. then everything kind of um, shut down famously from Miss Omicron. Um, and so I haven't done any shows since early December, but I feel like things are picking up again. I think that, um, you know, we were talking about Jenny's TikTok following earlier. Yeah. I don't actually know if we recorded anything about that, but <laughs> we were talking Off about my it. Condo, it's okay. We can reference it. Well, I just think a lot of like sketch energy has moved to TikTok and it's also kind of revealed how the idea is kind of stronger than the production a lot of the time. I mean, definitely there are people who have followings because their production is fantastic. Um, and that's what people are tuning in for. But just a funny idea is enough a lot of the time. And, you know, I think like 10 years ago or even five years ago, people would film very elaborate high-end productions for like YouTube or whatever. What was the other like uh, channels that were really popular? Funny or Die, blah, blah, blah. College Above Humor. Above Average. Yeah. Above Average. Yeah, of course, 
And of course, UCB comedy. Of course, UCB comedy. Oh my God. Of course. They really course. took that and ran with it. <laughs> but Jenny, are your like TikToks tend to be like high production or do you, or is it just like you being a character? Um, it's higher production than other people because I edit it, but I don't, I literally just film it on my phone. Um, and that is mostly not because I love doing editing though I don't mind it. It's just because I can't act and so I can't memorize lines. <laughs> so I need it to be done truly in pieces. Um, and I, I just, if I could do it in one take, I would, but I can't. So, so that's Jenny, you really do it, the... when you say editing, do you mean in TikTok or you mean like before you even put it into TikTok? Oh, before I put it, I use like an editing app on my phone because ah. I I don't know how to, I don't understand how to do it in TikTok. <laughs> a lot of what I'm is saying it? right now is revealing that I don't understand or I can't <laughs> do the easier things. So I do the harder thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, that sounds like something I would do of like, because I had, I was trying to do some thing on the on the Knicks on a basketball team and do some comedy thing about them and I'm like at first I was like yeah I'll get a green screen and like set up a YouTube channel and like now I have my YouTube channel and I'll get some subscribers and I realized like this is not no one's <laughs> gonna subscribe or watch these three minute videos it's just pointless and, and then I just started doing basically the same thing in TikTok form and it's weird I feel like it's so super easy to get followers on TikTok in the immediate and that it's like I don't know it's easier to gain ground at first do you find that or like was it did you find an audience quickly or yeah I would say that um at the beginning so I started doing it last probably February January February is like when I made my first videos in 2021 and um you it was much easier then I feel like everyone's doing it now like I feel Mm. like there's just more people in the algorithm is truly I don't know what's happening, but it'll just like change. And you're like, oh, things are different now. Um, So you really are at the mercy of TikTok, which who knows what they're doing over there. Um, But I will say that it's definitely easier to get a following than YouTube. The other piece, though, is that like TikTok is so weird because it's and I, I think this is just like everyone on their phones, like everyone's attention span is like seven seconds. So you have to like capture everyone within the first truly right. five to seven seconds and so you it's really hard to do like some ideas that you might have that are better suited for like a full five minute sketch or whatever right. you really have to like put the premise out immediately and so it is weird like I think my traditional sketch brain has switched into like TikTok brain which is like I need to capture the youths within five seconds or else like like a blackout or something <laughs> yeah exactly right. So Jenny, Jenny like I, have your tic- I have your TikTok page pulled up. TikTok page. That's not how you say it. But uh, is, is there? I've gone to www.tiktok.com and <laughs> done some research. That is true. That is what I did. Is there? You can say no to this, but is there like a, a video here that we could watch that might play have work well on audio? Format? Um, let's. And you can say no. I don't know what the most. I was literally about to be like, we could just do the most recent one, but I guess that's kind of visual. It's um making fun of the Wired interviews. Um, Wired interviews? I don't even know what that is. The, like the Wired autocorrect, or sorry, autocomplete interview. Um, or we can do my, <laughs> I, you can pick any of them. <laughs> I don't know. I just got a comment, which is like truly the meanest comment I've ever received, which is that it's 2014 BuzzFeed energy. I like, Truly the wow. meanest thing that's ever been said to me. I was like, well, okay. now I have no confidence in my 
what I'm writing at all. <laughs> wow, that sucks. I'm sorry. I, I mean, oh, okay. I thought Nick just disappeared. Anyway, <laughs> um, I haven't watched your TikToks. I'm going to go back and watch them after we finish this. But oh, I do think that there nice, is like a nice thing with media on. where stuff repeats itself in tone. Like even TikTok making their TikToks longer. It's like changing into YouTube in a way. It's very weird. Everything becomes everything else. Like TikTok is becoming YouTube. YouTube is trying to become TikTok. <laughs> Instagram is trying to be TikTok and YouTube. Like it's just everyone's just trying Maybe. to do it. All. There was a minute where like every app had stories all of a sudden. Right. Like, yeah. I'm glad that didn't work on Twitter. <laughs> I'm glad it just like bombed fleets. How about this Remember one? That? Uh what sci-fi movies sound like to me with that one? Yeah, let's do yeah. that one. That was okay. improvised. <laughs> Sergeant John American Flag is the only hope we have left. Senator Fernstop, the Poobin Army, died of Blamdar. Do you hear that call? It's a Dada. Now watch me stare and be pensive. I was a Garfanon this whole time. This journey will take at least two more movies to complete. The Garfanons are on their way to mine all of the flaws. Wow. Yeah, keep it going. That was, good. <laughs> that was a good one for sound, too, I feel like. But the video was pretty cool. This one was like higher production than usual. There's a green screen and everything and uh, a costume. Yeah, it's, a, it's my scarf wrapped around my shoulders. So kind of like high <laughs> costume quality. And the green screen is, I truly use Instagram. Okay, this this is a little bit of a tea here. I use Instagram's gre- um, green screen features, and then Whoa. I download the video to make a TikTok. Oh my gosh, synergy! Really <laughs> <in the> mainframe. <laughs> um, well, we're we're gonna talk about Kids in the Hall in a second, but uh, well, I guess let's talk about Kids. Have you I ever want... watched Kids in the Hall, or or was I there, wonder how was they'd there be on TikTok? That, 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 I feel like they'd fit well. No, really, I was Hall? thinking like. You know, if you say you need to get it in seven seconds, that's the opposite of what kids in the home. <laughs> that's, that's true. I guess I mean the inane, like crazy energy, you know, would work yeah. well. But I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Do Wait, did, right. Yeah. The yeah. cops swim. Maybe. Yeah. Did you did you ever watch kids in the hall growing up, Jenny? Or I not, did not. What, what were your what, what were your like first your first ever We hear that hall. so often from guests. Yeah. yeah. And hosts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah. Did you did you watch sketch comedy growing up or were you into comedy at all growing up? Yeah, I am a huge sketch comedy head. Like I am I don't really like stand up comedy, which is also why I think like you can probably tell from that content is that like my brain thinks in sketch. I like literally can't think in stand up at all. Like storytelling, I just think about it in characters. Um, but I never watched Kins in the Hall. I feel like um I'm a little I'm a little younger for kids all, um, but I hadn't heard of it. And I know a lot of these. <laughs> I know a lot it's of true. these actors. Um, but yeah, I actually grew up watching like obviously SNL, like Mad TV. Um, and... Wait, did you say you hadn't even heard of Kids in the Hall? No, I had. I had heard okay. of Kids in the Hall, but I didn't. I truly actually didn't even know who the cast was. Like I was watching, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize who the five people were on on the on this mm-hmm. um, show. Yeah. Um, so I, and I, the other sketch comedy I grew up with is Japanese sketch comedy. So, cause I watched a lot of Japanese oh, TV wow. growing up and they do a lot of sketch in, um, Japanese like variety shows. And so, oh. um, I, I feel like I, in my head, I didn't understand what the format was. I just thought that that was comedy. Cause I like just, that was how I took it in like character comedy. 
Um, and it wasn't until I was older that I was like, oh, people just like watch people with mics talk. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> there's that no real stand up scene that. over there. Like it's um, no people. There is. But it's in Japan. It's two people like there's no individual stand up comedy. It's two oh. people. And it's almost still sketch comedy because it's like, like a Nichols and May sort of thing. Yeah. So mm. there's no like straight like just a person telling a story like this is not like a format that exists. So I just really didn't grow up watching that. Um, do you do you have like do you can you spot or can do you know any I guess have you thought about like the differences between Japanese sketch comedy and American sketch comedy? Uh, yes, I have. I've, I mean, I thought a lot about Japanese comedy in general versus American sensibilities, and I would say that I feel like Japanese comedy is really like. I mean, there's obviously different flavors, but in general, I feel that it's a lot more like observational. Like usually, the mm-hmm. format is very. UCB actually which is there is someone with a game that's like or like a character that's like doing their own thing and like I don't know like has a point of view that is like kind of wild and then someone else is like that's wild or like calling out why it's crazy like it's like that doesn't make sense you're a teacher or whatever um so it's like very Japanese comedy it's very grounded which I think my comedy generally also aligns with and then I think American comedy is it can be more like absurdist or like weird and there doesn't necessarily have to be. And I would say a lot of these sketches that in this episode are like that where I'm like, oh, there's no like anyone really calling anything out. It's just them being weird, <laughs> like living in a different world. Um, yeah. So I would say that's like the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. That's not what I, I would have guessed for some reason. I get, but I guess I haven't seen any Japanese sketch comedy. Well, there's a lot of weird Japanese stuff too, where it's just weird, and you're just like, all right, you know, like people. <laughs> like one of my favorite sketches when I was a kid was just, it really I don't understand what it is, but it's like someone being sad, and then a group of naked men. They're naked, like they're wearing like underwear with leaves on it. Come up, and then they're like really positive, and then they sing them a song, and then they leave. That's like the whole comedy. And Does I'm like, it cheer the person it. up or no? I think they're trying to cheer the person up and the person's like, that didn't help. It's just that. I do find that funny. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was like my favorite thing. But I remember like as I got older, I was like, how could I even explain this to someone who like yeah, doesn't How could know? you pitch that? I feel like that's a good that runner of like things that it. won't work to cheer someone up. And it's just the yeah, weirdest true. shit back to back. No, like that didn't work either. just like trying to solve all right. sorts of different problems. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, never, right. Never that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, um, maybe we should talk about the show, yeah. I guess. Let's talk about the show. I guess. Uh, Do we have to? I'm going to. No, it was a good one, I thought, screen. actually. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. first of all, let's. Let's take it back a little bit to what was the year? The year was the day was October 16, 1990, when this uh, episode first aired. And number one on the charts in America was Praying for Time by George Michael. Oh, George Michael. Very big 19. Jenny, you probably weren't even alive at this point, right? What year is this? Sorry. 1990. October 16, 1990. I was not alive yet. Mm. So you d- probably, I mean, I was alive. I don't remember this song. Do you, do you guys know, remember the song? No. I know yeah, Nick, I was alive, and yet I don't remember. <laughs> Oddly enough. Number one in... Oh, Jenny, the kids and all were Canadian. I don't know if you knew that. Yes. Okay. Number one in Canada, something <laughs> happened on the way to heaven by Phil Collins. 
So Phil Collins is back. Phil a Collins dominant. Phil Collins really dominates the charts. In this dominant era, presence so. on the Canadian charts. I mean, I, I got to give <laughs> it up. The American charts. Right, but, charts. I had no, I, right. I had no idea he was such a huge recording artist. Phil but Collins, really? Later. I mean, I've, isn't I he in like was... the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all, all that? I mean, that's the mark of a I... true artist, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's watch a little bit from this first sketch, which is called Nutty Bunnies, and it's just uh, nonsense. I like to frolic in the sun. <laughs> I'm Nutty Bunny number two. I love me, and I love you. <laughs> I'm Nutty Bunny number three. The cutest bunny is always me. <laughs> this kind of um, reminds me of the naked nice. guys trying to cheer up. The... <laughs> it's very similar in a way. That's true. Jenny, so this was the first kiss and all thing you ever saw. What did you yes. think? <laughs> what did you, and then, uh, so they, you know, the sketches, some, it's, I felt like this was like a Monty Python kind of thing, right? They tell them, they get tackled by men in suits who tell them that they're college, college students. students. Um, I would say that I was watching it and when it ended, I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Cause I didn't like fully understand what the structure would be or what the tone would be. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, when you like see it and you're like, oh, now I understand. <laughs> it was one of those where I was like, cause I was going to keep going on like, oh, what's like going to happen? Like what's the next reveal going to be? And I was like, oh, they just, they just left. They're just college students. Who are... It felt right. like a TikTok. <laughs> like this would go viral right yeah. now because i feel like kind of viral. weird nonsense things are very in like very like alt like there's no wow. so random wow. humor is back i random feel like random humor? humor was big for a minute and then it was not big i think there's a back. pendulum it goes from random humor to like grounded ensemble pieces back to random yeah. humor all the time and mm. we are in random humor era i think mm. Yeah, well, uh, the world is totally inane, so that makes sense. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried to write a random sketch? <laughs> like it's, it's... Yeah. You um, haven't? I think a lot of my sketches are like that, but <laughs> not funny, I mean. Right, unintentionally. <laughs> unintentionally. <laughs> I don't know. I think UCB tries to hammer that out of you a lot. I mean, I I, yeah. I feel like you have to have a pretty strict game that works. I mean, I, I guess certain blackouts can be absurd and certain uh, maybe runners and weird stuff. And I guess if you have a core game, you could build something absurd around it. But it's just, I feel like, a lot harder to justify and have people believe in it and want to do it. Um, but I don't... Watching Mod Night and stuff, do you guys remember anything that people would put up that was like really weird that would like really make you go like whoa what's going on here like i don't know if i ever saw anything like that really and and certainly sometimes byob or whatever right oh uh, yeah byot yeah. the open mic thing right Wait, so so jenny you saw this and you're like <laughs> yeah. oh this is what this is jenny must have <laughs> been thinking like... like is this like a children's like teletubby show like you had <laughs> until the <laughs> until the punchline you had no a... idea was it a, oh, this is what this is, in a negative way? And like, oh, no, I have to watch 20 more minutes of this? <laughs> or was it like, oh, this is what this is, okay. Um, Yeah, I, it wasn't negative. It was just like, oh, the, like just this, the tone was going to be like, oh, they're gonna be ra- there's going to be random humor in this. Which is like, <laughs> okay. it's definitely not game-based. And also, I was like, oh, they do short sketches. It's very like, because I was yeah. watching some Key and Peele be- earlier this week, and I was like, they're pretty strictly like, pretty conventional right comedy also they're you know decades after this so it's very different <laughs> comedy landscape but um so i was just like watching that but they're always 
you kind of like, oh, that's what they're making fun of. Um, and they're very, I forgot that sketch comedy can also be this. <laughs> well, Key and Peele was also like uh, the, the, the executive producer was Ian Roberts from UCB. So it was like very right. like Makes sense. structured. Yeah. Uh, well, Jared, amazed. You guys have. I mean, to me, this was just yeah. nothing. Like well, almost. Oh, I kind of <laughs> like liked so it actually. I kind of liked it. I thought. That, I think you know. We keep saying random. I mean, I. I think there's like a really particular chemistry that like is necessary for these kinds of moments and these sketches to work. And because uh, when I first saw the guy come in and run and tackle the, you know, Thompson tackles one of them and starts saying like, "Read it, read it." I was a little put off. Like, what this makes. Like this is no sense on no sense, like hat on a hat on a hat. But then on like then I the more I thought about it, the more I kind of liked it. I felt like it sort of made the perfect amount of sense in a way. <laughs> I don't know if you guys agreed with me, but I've always like, yeah, like I'm into this world now. I want to know more. Like, are these guys just like have some kind of weird obsession <laughs> with dressing up like this? Is this the first time they've done this? Like, who is like looking over them? I became, int- I feel like the best kind of sketches that are seem like Dada and crazy like this are after it's over, you think more about like the world they exist in. Like, yeah, what were those guys doing? And like, who does Scott Thompson work for in this sketch? Like, I had all these <laughs> questions that I was thinking about after the fact. So I kind of liked it the more I thought about it. Ame, what'd you think? Um, of you know, I guess. Jared's argument is winning me over a little bit. It is yeah, not us. We just say that about all the sketches. But I literally wrote, these are my entire notes about this sketch. I wrote, nice pastoral scene. And then I wrote, what? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so I guess that was my, <laughs> I think I was like okay Analysis, with the bunny right. stuff. And then it just like went in a way where I was like, I don't know what to attach to this. I don't know. Yeah, if you, I, do you... I don't. Sorry. Okay, I, was, I don't know if you do this, but when you're watching sketches, do you ever guess what the the thing is going to be? Like sure. what the joke is? So I was doing that with this one, right? Because like, you see the guy run in, you're like, okay, something's happening. That's weird. But I will say, so my one thought I had while watching this was like trying to think of what the joke was going to be. Was it going to be just them being like, we're college students? Absolutely not. I thought it was going to be more like they're trying to run from a crime or something. Like they're like murderers and they're, this mm. is how they're like trying to hide is by doing whatever this is. But instead yeah, it was a just foreshadowing like, for the end of the episode. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just like them being like, we're college students. And I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> um, I thought, I think I thought about this harder than they did. <laughs> Yeah, I also think the funniest thing for it for me is like the energy of Scott Thompson forcing him to like read something and yeah. I thought it would be a confession or like something meaningful, but it's like he's conveying yes. this very specific information <laughs> in the weirdest possible way That's with no right. context for who he is or I why he would care. I was just like too many weird things to It felt like it was going to be like a court summons or like you've been served, like yeah. that kind of thing because that would have right. made a little bit of sense in the context, but the idea that it was just like <laughs> we're not real, we're college students <laughs> on the note. It's like who so do you you guys think that they are trying like there is a point to the sketch something about like grow like growing up or like not not not, no 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 no. not acting like i want there to be desperately and i could probably make something up but no is the short answer i mean i wouldn't be surprised like just based on the how thoughtful some of the kids in the hall are like it's like Bruce and Mark. I would say it wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to convey some kind of 
like poetic message in this. I'm, I'm sure yeah, if you read one of those passages from the from the biography, Nick, it would they'd have some like cockamamie. You I, know, searched, like, I searched. I searched for. I searched uh, for Bunny's. Oh, oh yeah, not, no go. Did not did nothing in there about mm. it. Uh, yeah. Well, let's. Hey, Jenny, what did you think of the? Let's play a little bit from the song, the opening theme song. I love the theme song and the opening. What did you think of it? Jenna? I also, I love it. I love that also Hell the yeah. in-between like transition <laughs> yeah. moments. I don't know. I love it. I think it's like very cool and I want one yes, of myself. Yes, exactly. See guys, it's cool. <laughs> Jared and I made all these. Um, Nick, Nick yeah, I, it, I, I, I stand I like by. It. <laughs> I, I like it. I mean, I like the second season. My, my, my issue is the what's on video in the first season, which is very like, stripped down it feels like just to do it for the sake of it but this feels like i like the whole production of it i think it's great it, it, it i so the the band that does the song is called shadow man on shadow, shadowy planet and they were the house band for the kids in the hall so they would while they were taping these shows for the audience they would have like a bandstand where the where the, the band would be there playing in between sketches and stuff i just think that's so cool i would love to do a sketch show where there was a cool band playing behind me you know like all the sketch shows (laughs) right i mean (laughs) don't most don't most comedy shows have a band well not a. oh you mean like a you mean like a like a late night talk show or something yeah but but i I think but i'm uh, picturing like a but i'm picturing like a live sketch comedy show where he means like mod night should have a live band yeah yeah Yeah, that'd be awesome (laughs) they should spring for that right that's the kind of thing they do Yeah, I was like, we'd have to. The writers would have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, who's covering the band? Like, yeah. who's got the scheduling, and then who's gonna get the live band? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and this, uh, Jenny, this is Buddy Cole. He's a recurring character. Okay. Uh, he just does monologues. Uh, let's watch a little bit from this sketch called Queer Nation. Now that I own a gay bar, I can't stay in the closet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as high profile as a city councilor. <laughs> of course, it's becoming next to impossible for anyone to stay in the closet anymore. But with all those hapless celebrities being dragged out by the press, <laughs> that must be terrible. Millions of people going, ew. <laughs> Could you guys see who that was on the cover of the well, That was Betty, Buddy Cole, no? <laughs> Oh, well, I thought in the corner it was Trump. Is that? Yeah, that's that's Trump yeah. and and. Uh, but the guy on the on the dead center. Yeah, I don't know who the I don't, I don't know, know who that is. Richard Chamberlain. That's who it is. But I don't know who that is. But I remember yeah. he mentioned him later. Uh, no, me neither. Yeah. So this Buddy Cole is like a, basically just like a, a monologue where Scott Thompson tells jokes and kind of. It gives thoughtful, it like gives his thoughts on society, I guess. <laughs> right? Would you guys say that? Yeah. Like he, 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 he usually funny, has a point. You, I saw you struggling on the synopsis and it made me laugh. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> no, he just usually has like a thesis statement behind his monologues as opposed to just like uh, yes. a, a silly, but sometimes it is just a silly idea. Each sketch uh, usually you... picks an area of, I guess, gay culture and tries to kind of, I don't know, skewer it. So Richard Chamberlain was an American actor and singer who became a teen idol on the show, Dr. Kildare. (laughs) And apparently he was outed as as being gay. Well, what'd you guys think of this sketch? I mean, I I thought it was- I'm curious about Jenny's perspective first, just because I feel like Buddy Cole's received differently from people who are unfamiliar with him. So I'm always just curious what they think. 
Um, I will say my first time as it started, I was like, ugh, there's this joke just that it's a flamboyant gay man. Like, is that what's funny about it? Um, and then I look, I'm, I forgot his name, but I was like, oh, he's gay. This, um, Scott Thompson. This, yeah. Yes. Um, and so that made me feel better. And I, everything he was saying, um, I thought was like interesting and like called out kind of specifically with like these, like, like stand up comedy and things like that. Like the, the, the fear of like gay men and like, it's always like, you know, certain types of people who are the most afraid of. Gay men. I don't know. I thought there was a lot of good commentary in here. Um, I will say I felt like half of the joke is that he's kind of flamboyant and like, you know, like the way his mannerisms. But I get that that yeah. was comedy back then. Um, and the other piece was just that I didn't um, know some of these cultural references. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I wish I understood like what what the cultural significance is of this person. Um like this joke or this person like possibly being gay or whatever it is um but overall like i thought it was good and had a point um i just i generally don't like character monologues to begin with (laughs) so me too i will say like in general i was like this is a little long for a character monologue but also who am i to say that that's just my personal preference no it was a little long i agree i agree um Um, this is and and this is like it's it was you know, it's not like a typical character monologue you would see at UCB where it's just doing the same, like playing a game and doing three beats of the game, just one person doing it. But Heightening, this is like clearly right now. This was, yeah, this is just a bunch of jokes, mm-hmm. which to me that for that works better for me than when it, when they, when this is long, cause it's just like watching a stand up comic, I guess, versus like, I don't know. I really kind of hate UCB character monologues. <laughs> They're just gets so boring to me yeah this is super but, punchy like yeah. i feel like the, the they're always really tight which i appreciate i mean as opposed to like we're talking about all the you know random <laughs> sketches of, of, of kids in the hall it is nice to be like oh it's joke 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 like even if i'm not into all of them at the very least i can appreciate you know the effort and i know that there's jokes coming uh i liked a lot of, like i liked the uh, i refuse to believe liberace was gay i just don't want him to be and I love the takedowns of, of like Dice and Kinnison. And I feel like at the time that was probably, you know, like it, maybe the equivalent is like taking on Chappelle or something. Like, I feel like that was probably fairly high. But I mean, I know Dice was a whole fucking thing. Like that was such a huge story about how his, you know, pretty blatantly yeah, sexist mentioned, comedy was kind of all over the place. And he mentioned Eddie Murphy, too, who like right. famously was had a very uh, homophobic scene or special back in the 80s. Right, um, right. So, I mean, I really and respected he, that and thought huge, that was yeah. great. Yeah. I kind of was, was watching and I was like, wow, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like, there's <laughs> right. still this divide in comedy Absolutely. about, like, who can say what about what. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, like, kind of depressing. It kind of doesn't even seem to matter. Like, people stay popular no matter what they say or do. I'm sure this was, like, a harder thing to say in Scott Thompson's time to a degree. Um and I just thought it was interesting because they don't usually criticize other comics on this show except for Oscar Wilde in that one really weird <laughs> sketch I like a lot. Amaze favorite sketch. That's so, right. <laughs> so I just think it's uh, it's interesting. He was probably like, I gotta say something. <laughs> and I wrote this monologue. Well, I thought it was really cool that they put it first and like, you know, they gave this whole... It, it, it feels like the group is behind him nick you probably know more than me about the kind of inner workings and if there was any turmoil about any of the buddy coles or whatever but i don't know i mean it just it's nice that you know yes it's a sketch group with 
five white guys who are <laughs> doing plenty of problematic things, but it's 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 always nice. It's fun, Je- Jenny. We've had the same reactions of like, I started watching and I was very concerned. Then I learned he was gay, <laughs> and I was and I you know, took a breath, you know. But it is just great that it's he's in this group. He brings what he brings to this group. I mean, Thompson really kind of I feel like in many ways saves kids in the hall um, from being almost rendered irrelevant today. You know, like he he his energy is even in the sketches where he's not featured. Um, really kind of brings it to kind of a different place that I don't think they, they'd be able to do without him. Yeah. Uh, and no, I don't think there was ever any uh, problems. I mean, if anything, it was probably like they might've been upset that buddy Cole gets so much screen time, but uh, <laughs> right. I, they, they're all like all the, the kids in the hall aren't, aren't uh, homophobic people or anything. So I, I don't oh, think no, that no, would sure, cause a problem. Sure. Well, I just remember we were doing that. Uh, he wrote that like League of Their Own-ish uh, softball sketch. Uh, and you oh, and they hated on the it, commentary. Yeah. They were like, this sucks. <laughs> Whatever. So I was, I just, I didn't know if they were, it was kind of a habit, but. Should we talk yeah, about all these cop sketches in, in a row? Since sure. Honor? Yeah, I'll play a little bit from this first one. Then we can talk about them. So do you like the uniform? Do you like the, uh, like the blue outfit? It's okay. You're still mad because I shot that guy, aren't you? A little. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the cops, we there were three, three like runners, and then they were the stars of the final sketch. And the, the remember when I was telling you guys that the I was reading that they started doing these cop pieces because they were shooting that final sketch and it was. There was a lot of downtime. I was taking the longest shoots. So they just started improvising little, uh, little short sketches, blackout sketches. Uh, this was the one that they. This was a long sketch that they were shooting during. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> I'm looking at my. I think my work meeting has ended. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, May, what did you think of it? You wanted to. You wanted well, to. Well, I just think we should talk about. about all in order. I mean, I don't really like these characters very much. I oh, really? They don't really make me laugh that much. But I did kind of like the one where they're just talking about him running naked through the woods because it's kind of not really about being a cop. It's just sort of like this yeah, that was fantasy of like stripping naked and, you know, being wild and free for the first time. And I just thought the little description of that was amusing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was also funny that he was the cop. He asked him to describe him doing it. Yeah, anyway, Jenny. What did you think? This is your first time seeing the cops. We've seen oh, them before. Are these recurring characters? Yeah, actually, they're like the most. I think they're like the most recurring characters, probably. They this is the second time. Yeah, time. Been here that much. It was only yeah second time we've seen. seen them. Yeah, right, right. But they'll, but they, they pop up a lot in the later seasons. Oh, interesting. Uh, um, I, in the runners, I was like, well, they're fine. Like it, I, they're fun and simple. I will say the last, the long sketch um, with the cops was probably my favorite of this episode. Oh yeah, um, me too. Yeah, I thought well, it we, was we actually so don't, fun. Please don't say what your favorite sketch was. We have, a, <laughs> we have a big famous segment at the end of the show where we're I'm all so say sorry, I, but maybe it the wasn't whole my thing kind of hinges on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I really enjoyed the final one. Good. 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 We'll allow it. We'll allow it. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if we're talking about we're going to include that in this discussion about the cops but like I really I didn't feel like attached to them during the runners and then the final mm-hmm. sketch I was like oh this 
once you build out the world and like what is happening around which is you know like I don't know I just when they started eating really fast I was like that's fantastic like it's (laughs) so dumb I love dumb stuff like that like really simple you know Japanese comedy stuff (laughs) like simple (laughs) just physical humor like love that um well yeah I mean I guess let's talk about this last one too uh (laughs) that's a great great still of Mark McKinney uh trying to eat (laughs) something yeah so they're the these cops are in a diner and they run into uh three clearly uh escaped convicts because uh, they're still wearing their prison uniforms uh, and they rush through Jared what would you I'm assuming you you wrote down the game of the scene I would say like um, like dramatic chase meal or if we're just talking about the restaurant but I guess we're, if we're talking about the whole thing where they go get the, gas the I, yeah um, interesting I, I didn't write down the game but I guess I would say um, uh, like 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 uh, like Cha- uh, waiting in the chase or something like that like whatever whenever there's moments where you're pausing and you're waiting within a dramatic chase um like they did with the guy it felt like there were only two beats right it was this and the gas the gas station and, yeah but they pay for the gas and getting their yeah. checks and... yeah 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 they, yeah Why, what would you say the game uh, is Nick? i'm trying to th- okay i guess like a chase where you <laughs> the okay. game is my name is Jenny Nick, do you have and a... it's a chase <laughs> where <laughs> I feel like the game is um it's almost we're all like UCB trained yeah we're all UCB trained um a chase where you have but you have like follow the rules almost like that there are like like you have to eat all of your food you have to pay your bill you have to fill up the gas um and like the final pieces once you cross the border like the rules are you can't cross that that border yeah, yeah. like it just feels very like you have it's what if there was a chase but you had to follow every single rule of like what you were doing in that situation yeah. that's how I'd that's a good that's a good summary. Okay. Mm. i'll take that <laughs> um yeah well i mean what, what else did I say that was a fun good sketch um i guess i should play a little clip from it yeah 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 we don't have time. Look, I'll pay this. You can owe me. That's not fair. You got lunch yesterday. <laughs> okay, you get this, and we'll call it even. Fair enough. Let's move on. It's funny. That's uh, rules, too, like that you say, Jenny. Like, I, I think it's like rules of just like society, too, like personal rules, too. And like that, that's a moment there where they feel like they have to have this polite back and forth of, <laughs> no, that's not fair. You, you, you got it yesterday. You owe me. I think that's so funny. Um, and I applying that same that chase energy to all the stuff that they have to do just in a normal that they would have to do in a normal interaction right right because it's right. very like intense when they're paying for the gas when they get it anyway mm-hmm. uh well should we I, should we i was hoping that there was another beat right it felt like like I, I really liked the ending um with the border but i felt like they could have gone to like a rest stop or like the bat i was waiting for maybe like a cop to pull them over and then the cops pull the cops over or like i don't know were there any are there any like beats that you guys were thinking could have happened in this that they kind of left on the table i mean i'm sure there are i I guess i didn't think about it um it felt like such a rich premise that they just kind of like rushed through i was surprised by actually the gas one like i didn't expect that to happen Mm. where they both Mm -hmm. need to get gas that actually made me laugh a lot i was like oh they both needed gas 
Um, I could have seen this go on for longer though, because this is like exactly my type of <laughs> sketch, like right. that I love. Um, I don't. I was also. Maybe. I guess I realized the cops like game isn't the same throughout all the no, beats. No. Like you know, I in my head I was like, oh, all these little runners, they'll like lead up to something and instead it was like they're all just like disparate little moments and then a big moment at the end i was like i thought that was interesting too it's like oh they're not all just one focusing on one aspect of these characters or kind of just like yeah i don't know you're right that definitely helped i guess because they weren't written together like the the runners were kind of written separately but it maybe in the runners there is kind of a thing of just well i mean it's just kind of dumb cops but also like cops that um i'm trying to think of this so there was a the uniform one, oh. the one where they're trying to figure out how to stand. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I if don't know. Yeah, the stand one I wasn't really a fan of. And uh, yeah. yeah, did it bother you guys the one. idea of like the idea of it's not? I mean, is it even making fun of cops or is it just like I, I don't know? I think it's just using that classic kind of Hollywood perception of cops yeah. and the classic like you know movie TV look at cops, particularly at this time. So it's like yeah, you have to separate the reality of who cops are as you had to with you know anything lethal weapon and all those movies and tv shows well let's let's back up and watch a little bit from the sketch called excellent dinner and would it surprise you guys to learn that thrill is a recurring character this, uh, i feel like everybody is these date. days I there's something like about I... season two i don't know it's like every single sketch now is recurring <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe they're just like it's easier for us to go back and think of fun ideas for these characters we already know and like than to like start from scratch every single week, you know. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was list- I was watching a, a, an interview with uh, with Kevin and Bruce and uh, Kevin with uh, Bruce and Mark, and, and Mark was saying that uh, he w- they did a lot of Daryl sketches, but he never really had a hit. <laughs> like he never really had a, a popular <laughs> sketch. They just kept doing them. I don't know why, but I, I mean, I, I think it's a funny character. Let's watch a little bit from it. Oh my God, you, you, you look alarmed. Is it because you find something alarming? <laughs> I see someone that I don't want to talk to right now. Oh, don't want to talk to, eh? Exactly. Well, you know, Amanda, you can't talk to someone if you don't speak their language. Follow me. Amanda, cuando yo fue en México, no fue muy contento con los pueblos. ¿Y tú, Amanda? How am I doing? Well, he heard you. Um, I love that moment. I don't know. I, I like to. <laughs> I wrote that moment down too. It was funny to me. Where he's like, <laughs> "What does he say? He can't understand us." You know. He reminds me of a guy I knew in high school. Just like a, I guess, just a nerdy guy. I don't know, a nerdy, <laughs> confident guy. It felt kind of like a Tim Heidecker character. I feel like uh, I saw some. He, what was it? Uh, I think in the Tim Robinson show. He's got one in the first season, Heidecker, where he like plays this guy who like knows a lot of esoteric music references, and it's like it's a little bit of a different energy, but like the same kind of ponytail look and like vibe of this kind of awful dude that no one would want to be with or spend time with. I love this moment in the beginning where Foley gives this look to McDonald, like, "Are you like what are you doing with this guy?" <laughs> that kind of made me laugh. Um, Did you guys yeah, notice how the wine glasses kept changing? <laughs> Yes. No, I didn't notice oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. They're tall and then they're short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's like, there's four, there's four glasses. Okay. Okay. Go. Keep going. 
You're like scrubbing through to look at these glasses. <laughs> oh yeah, I they're think? different yes. glasses. Yes, they're different yeah. glasses. Yes, maybe they did it. They must twice have like and combined two different takes. Together. Yeah. 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 But I was like, who's the prop master? I was like, we need different glasses for these. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this one, Jenny? I liked it. I like this this character. Um, I was like, ev- everyone knows this person. Like, I feel like in any <laughs> moment in time, there is this person who is just like talk so much and you're like please just be aware of who where you are like you're not <laughs> cool you're not coming off in a cool way um yes. so i did at first i thought the joke was going to be the all right like just being like everything's just going to be all right and then i was like oh it's just more this person being like very confident and like filling up the space and not being really aware of what's going on um so yeah i don't know i enjoyed it i felt like this was a, this would be a sketch i would see on mod night like it felt very like that mm. to me <laughs> yeah i could see that um i also liked the opening i forgot about the opening with, with the different wines where right. he's just wrong Mine's about every like wrong right also yeah. like what's he basing it on did he see them for it he hasn't tasted any. well he's, he thinks he's like a samo yay i guess or something yeah i know but even so it's so silly I love the costume too, just the glasses and whatever this like necklace pendant thing yeah, he's wearing. Large <laughs> pendant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he yeah, just it feels reminds like, me kind of like go ahead. I guess he just reminds me of people that I knew in college and like computer my computer science classes. Yeah, I, I feel like he's like a kind of fake intellectual or something. And it's like and I feel like the current version of it is maybe like a Joe Rogan like Reddit type of guy, like a guy who's kind of isolated but thinks he knows everything because he <laughs> looks stuff up and either, you know, goes to a certain college and thinks he's smart or something. Like it's a vibe that is I recognizable I think even today. Um like Jenny, you were saying, feel, like, I know this guy kind of thing. Like, I feel like it it, it, it resonates in a good way. Yeah. All this the guy's lines probably... are, are weird, but like on game. Like, did, I felt like they were all consistent, even though like, like the pinheads thing where he's like, I know several pinheads and they're fully functioning members of society. <laughs> and he gets all mad about that. Uh, there were some weird moments with Thompson, though. Like, I thought his performance was a little odd in this sketch. I don't know how you guys felt. But, like, there's that moment where he's kind of creeping back to his date, and he's like, don't make me sleep with her. Don't make me sleep with her. Oh, hi, hi, hi. And it's like, the she's right there. The timing in this one is very <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I clocked that moment, too, where I was like, oh, that did not land. Where, yeah. like, everyone's like, Because <laughs> I also felt it where I was like, I kind of feel bad for that other person. Like, I feel bad for the woman being told that. Um even though, you know, this is like a sketch and like whatever, but I, I was like, I, he's trying so hard and everyone was, I could feel the audience being like, <laughs> um, right. just like uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah. You de- that's one thing that we've noticed watching these shows is there's definitely like a lot of um, react, not like they're all like audience reactions where they don't, they clearly don't love what they're watching <laughs> and, and they right. leave that in. They don't like sweeten it with like a big raucous applause or cut around it or anything. I think they made um, a mistake with their trademark uh, cast a silent woman move with the other with Thompson's date. <laughs> like they should have just, you know, had a speaking part there because she's kind of clearly left. Like she's part of this. <laughs> if Thompson's part of this, she has to be part of this. It just you, that I think that's kind of what I don't know helped sap the energy of that. I will yeah. say I liked that after this interaction, and they leave. 
the this woman who is an extra and has no lines grabbed both glasses of wine and started <laughs> chugging them and I was like yeah that's what I do yeah. too like fully I liked that <laughs> I didn't like, yeah make the that. most of great. your moment up back there extra right <laughs> exactly there's no if I can't talk I'm gonna do everything else exactly <laughs> all right well let's talk about this parrot sketch which I, I'll be honest, I wasn't able to give this one my full attention, but let's watch a little bit from it right now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave my mother's number by the phone. We'll call only if there's an emergency. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. And don't forget to put the salve on your rash or it'll get worse. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. And put that gun away. <laughs> yes, dear. Yes, dear. All right. Well. I, I have oh, thoughts okay. about it. I think so, every once in a while there's like a sketch here where, because, you know, they play women, I think, in a very human way for male mm-hmm. performers and writers. Like, often, like, the characters are kind of complicated. But every once in a while there'll be a sketch where, like, the game is just, like, men hate women. And that's kind of, like, I mean, I know the game is like, oh, this this parrot and this woman are, like, pecking this man to death and he wants to murder them and stuff. But, like, to me it's, like, not that funny to be, like, Men hate their wives, I guess. <laughs> like the parents, wa- the only thing that's like... Is, is it his wife? Is that what that's it is? That's his oh, wife. his wife, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I will say the costume choice is weird for that. Like yeah. the yes yeah. year of it, I was like, it does look like his mother. It feels very strange that... That's what I was thinking the whole time, the yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, I guess he's yes old too, though. Yeah, they both look old, yeah. Mm. Like, give um, him a wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have a, a white wig as well. Yeah, yeah. Or like a bald cap or something. I I hear you, May. I I kind of felt the same. Like it was it was just so one note. I thought the two the the moments that stood out to me were the first beat where he takes out the knife. There was no yeah. real crowd reaction, which I thought was like, well, what's going on? <laughs> Did they not see that? That was kind of an obvious joke attempt, and then they only reacted when the gun came out. I thought that was weird. The anvil I laughed at because I'm a sucker for anvil humor. I don't know how you guys feel about anvils, but. They really always right. make there me laugh. Animal. Makes me think of Looney Tunes, and I love Looney Tunes and cartoons because I'm a child. And I liked this black outline. Really made me laugh. Now put on the dress what I like. It? I don't. <laughs> the what parrot was the at the end. The parrot uh, oh, says, right. "Now put the on that dress on. I like." I yeah. was wondering about that. Who, who do you think? Who? Where do you think he picked up that that phrase? Do you think that the that the? Well, I think the parrot's the, just bossing around. Oh, the, I, I don't oh, think he okay. picked it up from anybody. I think the parrot takes control in that moment and says, "That's that makes now listen so much to me. more sense." Yeah, I was thinking, like, because you know, obviously the parrot says "yes, dear" because he says "yes, dear" so much. Um, you know, and parrots pick up phrases from people. But so, who <laughs> says? I was thinking, who says "put on that dress"? I like. Does he say that? Because it doesn't seem like something he would say to his wife. I feel like if yeah. the parrot is revealed to have its own weird personality yeah. also controlling the guy and like i guess you know emasculating him the way he's emasculated i guess so yeah yeah <laughs> that's right that's right but i was thinking maybe his wife tells him to put on dresses as well but maybe it is just a parrot that. can have its own thoughts nick i don't i don't know why you are kind of thinking that a parrot has to just be you know mimicking others at all times i mean it has its own <laughs> mind its own thoughts its own feelings well that's not wow okay i don't think that's what? true <laughs> Parents don't know words. Um, they just know <laughs> sounds. Uh, have any of you guys ever had a parrot or a bird of any kind? I had a roommate with a parrot. His name was Butch. And um, What was that like? Was that horrible, living with a parrot? I, it was really horrible. I will never keep a bird as a pet. I think there can be very loving pets, but it's like it's 
you know, it's not a natural state for it to be in, and so they get really nutty. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't think it's really good for them. I um, mean, yeah, it's like classically putting a bird in a cage is like a yes, metaphor for a being. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, the the bird really liked my roommate and hated everybody else, but she would sometimes leave the cage open. So I remember one time he would always say, hi, Butch. Like, that was his one phrase. So I came home. It was dark. And I'm, like, trying to find the light or whatever. And I hear him on the floor go, hi, Butch. And, like, he had fallen out of his cage and couldn't get back up it. Oh, no. <laughs> so he, like, let me pick him up for the first time. And he was just, like, so relieved to be put back in his cage. It was, like, very, very tragic. God, that's sorry. heartbreaking. Hi, Butch. It's just so sad that he wanted to be back in his cage, too. Well, like, that's where like, his water and food was, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, Okay. That's also well, a metaphor. Yeah. Yes, well, exactly. That experience. Mm. Ah. All right. We have one more sketch, the customer sketch. Um, oh, jeez. This one. Okay. Let's watch a little bit. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Yes, sir. I- I'm sorry, but I asked for my bill five minutes ago. Oh, oh okay. Fine. I'll just uh, fill it up for you now then. It's like... I didn't I want it now. I-, I wanted it eight minutes ago. <laughs> I never got my water. See, I'm not trying to cheat you. I'm not trying to rip you off. Yeah. I'm not some sort of rip-off artist here. Oh, I'll just do it. Here, uh, sir. Am I talking in a void here? <laughs> Get the manager. Oh, I, I okay. want to see the manager. It's my right manager. has a problem. This was, like, almost hard to watch, right? Oh, because... my God. It was fucking unbearable. <laughs> it was horrible. He's just, like, such yeah. an awful person, this guy. Yes. It's like, ugh. I it's just, so annoying. Sorry. I know. It was annoying. Like, I just kept wanting the next thing to happen. Like, I'm like, just move on. And I was, and it just didn't move anywhere. And it was just like, I felt like, t- this is when I was like, oh, time is a flat circle. Like, it was like this cyclical <laughs> thing of just like him being screechy. I also just generally don't like characters that are like very, like this type. Like, rah, like it feels like you're watching a character. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I really struggled through this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then like grating. I thought you might like this voice, Nick, because you tend to love McCullough's kind of vibe. And I know. Well, I'll tell you. Know. I'll tell you. I can tell you. Like, I remember mm-hmm. watching this as a kid, and I remember really liking it as a kid. And maybe <laughs> it's just because I've been around people with this energy, where they like demanding things from waiters, and I've I've probably done it myself and yeah. felt terrible about it. And uh, I don't know that the 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 bothering of the wait staff just really bothered me too but uh yeah then, but it was also punctuated by these hallucinations by dave foley's character where he sees mccullough's character <laughs> dressed as uh in a maid uh a maid's dress and uh, uh the fluffy bunny costume uh what was that about <laughs> was that just well, I guess that that was my favorite part of the sketch i mean i, I kind of really love the cut to him in a totally different costume and I, and I guess it was i don't i didn't see it as hallucinations as much as i saw it as like i don't know fully picture like almost mapping a costume onto his personality and his attitude it's like it looks like he's like he's so mad he's stomping around he might as well be in a marching band and so he has that costume sort of thing and he's like making himself laugh by he's just thinking making himself that. laugh okay I, I, I thought he was. It was like, a weird. I thought it was, he was a weird like, device. Yeah, I thought he. I assumed he was like on some kind of drugs or something. But that mm. makes a bunch of sense too. What did you? What did you think, Jenny? Did you? I, I was also confused by this because there's like this one thing happening, and then he's having fun, and so I thought, oh, it's going to become. I thought it was like a coping mechanism 
like the way that he's coping with these terrible customers is imagining them as like in these different costumes. So then I thought, here we go. We're fully on board with this game now or whatever this this storyline is. And then it kind of just happened over here on this side of the stage. And then this side of the stage, everyone was still kind of yelling. And then it ended and I was like, cool. <laughs> cool, absolutely. Sure, sketch comedy can be whatever you want it to be. Um, so yeah, I didn't fully understand what was going on. I kind of wish they committed one way or the other. I guess the other thing I learned is that uh, the way it's not like a, it's not fully live. Like I didn't realize that they edit, they perform it, but they have these edits in. So they, I don't know. I was thinking about like the, how I guess they the shot this behind it. Of, yeah. Cause I thought in my head, I was like, Oh, this is all like once it's live, it's live, but they must do takes. And then also being an audience member during this, like you just <laughs> see him come out and like yell. And then you're like, ha ha. And then they like leave and then like, change it to the next costume you're like okay absolutely it's true like, <laughs> like they're not perceiving this at all like what right <laughs> right i'm sure i'm sure they shot it all without the costumes right and then just went back and did those like pickup shots of him with in the costume that, that must be how they sense. did it yeah maybe right. they just like gave him the hat part or something like they half-assed it for the live crowd just to give them a sense of what was happening but that still probably would have made no sense i don't know it's tough <laughs> i love the um, wig on mcdonald Really, A plus wig. I, I think McDonald's work as like the date in this episode was very good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He had a he few. Yeah. By the way, not a lot of Dave Foley in this episode, huh? No. Just uh, no. the uh, he's in the in the final sketch with the cops. And Jenny, did you recognize Dave Foley from other yeah, stuff? Yeah, I Dave. I I don't remember everyone's names. Dave Foley, Mark. Mark McKinney, McKinney is, uh, from is the guy Store. in the suit here. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the one sitting. Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald. Those are the three that I recognize. I don't recognize the other two. Scott Thompson there on the left he, uh, in the in the, the, the waiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had kind of, uh, he had some major roles. Like he was in, on the Larry Sanders show. Mm. And uh, mm. I guess that's really it. So yeah, I understand why you wouldn't recognize <laughs> Scott Thompson or Bruce McCullough, if you never watched Kids in the Hall. Yeah. Uh, did you ever a... take those classes with Kevin McDonald at the pit when he would offer them? <laughs> Probably not. I guess if you've no. never, if you weren't sure what his, who he was. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jared, were you going to say something? No, I was just going to, I didn't want to uh, leave out the fact that they had a nice uh, bunny callback here at the end, which I thought out of all their callbacks uh, was well done. I didn't really see it coming and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's why they were doing the the uh, the random costume <laughs> thing was just to like tie things together at the end. I, I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's, we already talked about this last sketch, so I guess that's the whole episode. Yeah, um, so we got to do everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I got to sing the song. Sketch of the app. It's the sketch of the app. Come on down. It's the sketch of the app. <laughs> so for me personally, and I don't know if anybody else feels this way, my sketch of the app is that last sketch on the run where the cops are chasing the convicts. Uh, that's just me, though. Yeah, Jenny, I, I, Jenny I mean, you haven't indicated either way which way you might be leaning. What is your favorite sketch? Yeah, I'm just so shocked that this question is here now, close <laughs> to me. I didn't see this coming, um, and I didn't even think about it at all. 
Uh, but now that I'm thinking about it for the first time, I think I'd have to agree with you, Nick. I think it's the last <laughs> the last sketch where the cops are on the run or or the cops are chasing down the criminals the, on the run. Criminals. The criminals on the run. The yes. escaped convicts. I don't know. How about yes. this for a beat in that one? Um, that they keep chasing each other long enough that they both have to stay like in a motel and they both get rooms and they both like <laughs> stay the night and then they get up and then they both start chasing each other again. What do you guys think about That's that? That's Okay, thanks. That's funny. I was thinking, um, like, maybe also, like, a, they stop at a stop sign or, like, they're waiting for someone to cross the street or maybe there's a yield sign. Oh, yeah, like, or an old woman, like, is crossing the street. She breaks her hip. They have to take her to the oh, hospital. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Then they have to, like, mm. fill out the paperwork and, like, like check in on the waiting her. room. Right. Yeah, check in on her. And then once she's okay and the family are reading it, the family, then the chase starts right. again. <laughs> was that, um, that was your favorite, Jared, or no? Well, you know, I mean, it basically was, I mean, I'm just, just trying to be a contrarian, you know, and trying to give some props to some of these others. I, I guess I sort of liked the, the, not Daryl, but I, Daryl, is that what it, how you say it? Daryl, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he corrects people and says, it's not Daryl, it's Daryl. Yeah. I mean, I think clearly that the, the last sketch was the best. I, I, to, to give a silver medal, I, I would give it to Darrell. But yeah, no, I agree with the two of you guys. Uh, what about you, wow. man? Um, I guess I'm taking a different direction. I like the Darrell one. I think I just enjoyed it more. Uh, I just had like funny moments that made me laugh out loud. Whereas the last one, I was like sort of just sitting there like, this is a funny idea. You know, like there's a difference between being like, this is a funny idea and something just surprising you and actually making you laugh. Yeah, is the last one your that. your second place, M.A., or would you give that to Buddy Cole? Or um, I guess yeah, I guess the Chase is second place, and then Buddy Cole. I don't know. I think maybe they're neck and neck. It's also just like, what kind of a thing do you enjoy watching? I sort of like watching Kevin McDonald doing the date thing, and I kind of like watching Scott Thompson pretend to be really hot for Kevin McDonald. <laughs> I feel like we've seen <laughs> them together before, weren't they? Like in a scene where they have sex on a table or something. Was it those two? Yes, I think you're right. I think it was. Yes. I'm well. Yes, yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, they, they had probably some great all, realistic lovemaking, as I recall, on that sketch. Yeah. They probably all <laughs> done sex scenes with each other at some point. Mm. Um, well, hey, I, that's that's all, Jenny. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it, that's, it. that's it. That's it. To wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Our trademark sign off. That's it. We're over. That's we're we're done. Um, we, people can find you on TikTok and uh, and Instagram at Jenny Jenny Ramoto. We didn't ask Jenny what she feels about comedy in general. Oh, after yeah. watching this, or like, did it make you think? Go on, that go. That's current job, comedy sorry. or your own work. I think we like to like, and it doesn't have to be good. I'm just curious. Um, yeah, it's often I negative. Think, <laughs> I think that one watching this, uh, I did have the express thought that comedy is so what do you call it? Like a reflection of its time. Um, mm-hmm. And it changes so fast because even things from like 10 years ago are outdated now. Um, and so I did have that thought because I was like, oh, I don't understand these cultural references or like what we think is funny has shifted so much. Like just playing like a flamboyant character, you have, it's not going to have the same payoff as maybe it did then. Uh, so I definitely thought about that. Um, and also that random humor is humor. <laughs> that like people love it and it's never been my cup of tea but they've been doing it and it's back and hey 
<laughs> one thing, one thing you, anything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You kept saying that while we're, while we were talking about the show, sketch comedy can be anything. That's definitely something that I've kind of thought about while we've been rewatching these. Is like, uh, yeah, uh, I can, when I when I'm writing a sketch, I can go in more strange directions than I would than my. First, I agree, Nick. I Same thing. I'm 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 more and more as we do this pod. I'm thinking like, well, why can't I just have this happen? <laughs> I'm so much less afraid of somebody noting me and punishing me. Yeah, well, that's the end of the show now. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Jenny, for joining us. Uh, check and find you on Instagram and TikTok at Jenny Aramoto. Is that right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, until next time, keep crushing those heads. Mm-hmm.